Hey, babe, it's Paige. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast audience of awesome women is growing with every episode, and I'm dying to connect with you personally. So if you'd like to chat, text the word pivot to my new number, 213-325-4600. There, you can enter your contact info and you'll immediately find helpful links for some one-on-one support in either getting organized or making your next pivot with confidence. Again, you can text the word pivot, P-I-V-O-T, to 213-325-4600. And that number will also be linked in all the show notes. Then we can start a conversation about how I can support you these days. I can't wait to talk to you soon and join forces because we are better together. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, I'm Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything With Style. I've built a business helping busy moms of littles get organized in three simple steps. Like many of my clients, I love being a mom and I also desire more. If you've ever felt that stirring in your heart, that whisper or really loud voice that keeps you up at night, then you are in the right place because this is not a solo mission. Whether you're a little curious or totally ready to be a mom, boss, and use your God-given gifts to serve others, step into your calling, turn your passions into purpose, and still make it to the carpool line on time, then girlfriend, it's time to pivot. I've got you, now let's get started. Hey, hey, we are back for another episode in our launch week on the Time to Pivot podcast. Thank you so, so much for being here. If you listened to the last episode, which If you're listening during launch week, it just came out yesterday. Thank you so much. We talked a lot about our gifts and how do we know if what these things are that we're being called to do are really going to work out. It's like, are we tapping in to the gifts that we've been given so that we may serve others through that? This episode I wanted to talk about how we can authentically show up as ourselves. And it's funny because this has been something that has now, listen, I said on the last episode, I didn't want to say I have multiple personalities. If some of you know me personally, you may think I do, (laughs) or or if you've listened on my other podcast, the mom's organization motivation podcast, you might've gotten glimpses of the fact that I love, love, love being a mom, love this role of being a parent to my awesome kids and doing that alongside my husband. That part of my life, I really, really love. I find so much joy in it. It's really stinking hard sometimes, but also very rewarding. And it is not without its uh, hiccups. What do we call? (laughs) You know, there's some hiccups. There's some hiccups along the way, but it's been beautiful. And there are blessings that come from that part of me. Another part of me that is not necessarily separate from being a parent, but another part of me that's super important is my faith. And I lead with that. I walk through my life every day, pulling from the strength of my faith. And 
you know, Jesus, God, those are going to be two words that you hear a lot moving forward. I hope you're okay with that. If you're not stick with me, because I think that you can still glean lots of support and encouragement and hopefully some tangible tips that you may need in moving forward to go from the place that you're in right now. If you're in the middle of pivoting in your life, if you're in the middle of a storm or a trial or struggle or simply just a transition, doesn't necessarily have to be bad, but you might just be in a transition where you're trying to figure out how to go from where you are now to a place you want to be. I just want you to know that for me, I come from a faith-based place because I feel that there's certainty there in a world that's really uncertain and can be really scary. And I'm going to be talking on the next episode about fear, fear of failure, why fear plays a huge role in that time of pivot and how we can push past it and continue moving forward. But before we get to that, I want to make sure that you are taking the parts of you that make you up and coming from that authentic place. So I wanted to give you an example. So I just mentioned there's that mom side of me. Love it. Own it. That's me. Don't do it perfectly, but that's a huge part of me. Also, there's that place of being a Christian. That is the part of my faith that gets me through the tough times and helps me celebrate and praise God in the joyful times too, right? Like there's definitely that side of it as well. Yay. Get excited for prayers answered and blessings. Also, I have this part of me who grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, who was surrounded by lots of different musical influences. And one of the things that gets me super fired up beyond my family, beyond my faith, beyond getting organized and helping busy moms of littles get organized in their home is 90s hip hop. Can anybody relate? Maybe hip hop 90s specifically is not your jam. It is my literal and actual jam. Maybe that's not you, but you can relate to how music can play a really important part of your life. And I often think of my life as a movie. And I often think of my life as having a soundtrack. So think about your favorite movie. What does the soundtrack do when you start listening to it? How does it make you feel? It's going to move you in some way, right? Well, I cannot control my body movements. <laughs> when 90s hip hop comes on, girl, I get so freaking fired up. I cannot. I cannot be cool about it. I just can't. It's like, I feel it deep inside. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I knew when I wanted to launch this podcast, I said to my team, I said to my friends, I said to my family, I was like, you guys, you all know how much I love 90s hip hop. And I need this podcast music to get people fired up on a Monday morning or, you know, a Thursday night. I, I'm driving my daughter to volleyball on Thursday nights and we are in the car with these pre-teen girls and poor, bless him, Duke is sitting all the way back in the third row, hanging out, uh, taking all of the conversation about skincare routines 
not 12 years old. What are they even doing? Oh, they got a lot. They got a lot of components. Okay. They are showing up as their authentic selves. When we are driving to volleyball, listening to Taylor Swift, uh, to Justin Bieber, to uh, Lil Nas X. Okay. It, it, it is, it runs the gamut. Let me tell you, but they have their songs that get them fired up to go to volleyball practice. And Duke and I are just along for the ride. We get, we put DJ Izzy. She's in the front seat now because she's practically as tall as I am. She's sitting in the front seat and DJ Izzy starts taking requests from the back seat. And she starts putting her own spin on what the DJing is going to look like for that particular car ride. But the point is these girls, they don't care what I want to listen to. They don't care what Duke wants to listen to. They have their music that fires them up. That is them. They are these cute, adorable little athletes that are just spunky and bringing the heat when it comes to volleyball. And they love themselves some pop music. And I, I really do like to say, you know, I feel like when Lil Nas X comes on, I like he he's bringing some hip hop vibes. I can get behind that. I even feel like Taylor and the Beeps, they've really got a good beat. Okay. So catchy songs. What is it for you? How are you showing up in your life as your fully authentic self? For me, music plays a big part. I know that's the same for my husband as well. And thankfully, my children get such a mix <laughs> of what mom and what dad are playing in the house. Um, I also can go back to my roots, my Tennessee roots and get all over some country music. And it can go back to like the Dolly days. It can go back to the, I don't even, I, I can't even explain to you how many names just popped into my head, but I can go back there. Like I'm talking like, I can go back to Randy Travis days. Okay. If you know, you know, also some digging up bones, anybody digging up bones. Okay. I can go back to the Kenny Rogers days. I can go to the Kenny Chesney days. My you know, uh, I went to the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Go Vols. So Kenny Chesney, that talk about the soundtrack to my college days. And well, also, I would like to say, you know, ludicrous. There was a lot of ludicrous happening in those college party days. OK, so what is it that you identify with most? And the point is we are not just one thing. I can love Jesus and 90s hip hop at the same time. Did you ever see that Friends episode where Rachel is singing to her daughter because she can't get her to go to sleep? And in her head, all she can think of is the words to Sir Mix-a-Lot, I like big butts. That's all she could think of. But you know, you know, you know every word to some ridiculous song that may or may not have become a lullaby for your child over the years. Okay, so lean into it. You do you and also sprinkle in some Jesus and some faith wherever you find it appropriate. I want to tell you two different situations where my faith played a big part in pivoting in my business. Also, where somehow 90s hip hop simultaneously made its way in. Okay, so I remember when I was writing my book which is a book that I thought when I first started writing was simply going to be about getting organized in three simple steps using my three E's philosophy. 
But girl, it turned into so much more. Okay. So also, by the way, if some guys are listening, but my friend, maybe I should say that over girl, here's the thing. I felt so good about what I was putting down on paper. And then I sent it off to my friend, Jessica Killingly, who was my incredible editor who helped me bring out the Jesus and the nineties hip hop influence and put it in my book. She said, you are a mom, you love God. Your faith is important to you. And you are hilarious when you start talking about 90s hip hop. Can you please find a way to put that in your book as well? So she's writing in the margins as I'm trying to just, you know, show up and serve the people who are reading with some good organization motivation. And she's like, don't forget more Jesus. Like she wrote in bright red pen, more Jesus in the margins of so many different parts of the chapters of my book. So thank you, Jay Kill, Jessica Killingly. She really inspired me to do that. I think that it makes my book so much better. I think that there are lots of parts of the book that morphed into almost like a love letter to the moms who were reading it. And my personal diary, if you go to the third part of the book. It's of course, it's broken down in three different sections because I do everything in threes. So if you go to the third part of the book, you will really start hearing and feeling my heart in that. Not that the first parts were not that, but it really comes through strong at the end because I want moms to know that if you're getting organized in your home, again, you're, you should be putting in all of the parts of you and how those things are going to serve you and your family. So it's the same thing today. If you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm feeling this urge to step outside of being a mom or doing this job. Uh, Maybe it's, you know, maybe you're in corporate offices and you're toying with the idea of leaving and pivoting and changing your business and doing something else. Or maybe you're like, I'm in business and I'm done being in business. And now it's time for me to show up in a big way and have an impact on the lives of my family. Okay. That's okay too. Whatever part of pivoting you're in, whichever transition you're in right now, I just want you to know that. It's so important that we show up authentically as ourselves and be us, which by the way, I meant to mention too, not only is there some Jesus in the book, but there's also that, that hip hop flair where I had to bring in a quote from TLC. Okay. Don't go chasing waterfalls. And now in my head, I'm just playing over and over all the words to shoop. Okay. A little salt and pepper. Anybody, anybody? My playlist is about to be on as soon as I get done recording this episode because I'm getting fired up. So what is it that's going to fire you up? Turn on some music to get done with whatever you need to get done with. And also don't forget that we are so, there's this duality to us. We are, I joke that, you know, maybe sometimes I do feel like I have multiple personalities. You can show up as a different you and that's okay. You're still you. You are multifaceted. You are complex. You are a deep individual and God made you that way, right? He knew every hair on our head before we were born. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. So you just show up as who you are. I, for a really long time in my theater classes, especially too, (laughs) even though funny enough, they were in the South, I did a lot of Shakespeare. And so I had to do a lot of work on my heavy, thick accent. You know, the accent when back in the old days we had those, uh, what are they even called? answering machines. 
I just blanked there for a second. Those answering machines where we would listen back to our voice and it was so cringy. You're just like, oh my gosh, is this actually how I speak on a regular basis? Are people going to leave me a message? Are they going to make fun of me when they leave me a message? Because this cannot be the way that I actually sound. It's embarrassing. So I really struggled when I started my first podcast really struggled with my accent. And I was like, is anyone other than my mom going to be listening to this or my besties that I've been like, can you please go on and listen to this? Can you please download this? Can you share it with your friends? Can you post it to social media and tag me? And also, can you please write me a five-star review on Apple podcast? Well, thankfully (laughs) my friends and family did show up for me and I love and appreciate you, but thankfully More people either did not find my accent super annoying or totally offensive or super cringeworthy, or maybe they just powered through because they felt like I had a decent message that they wanted to listen to. But that podcast ended up being listened to in over 85 countries and counting. It is crazy. It is crazy. I opened up my inbox my what is called email (laughs) losing it right now i'm too fired up i need to be listening to 90s hip hop uh i I opened up my email this morning and i saw that mom's organization motivation podcast is actually charting at the top of the charts in 11 different countries okay it's being listened to in as i said almost 90 countries but the fact that it's in the top of the charts i need to stop being so hard on myself and my accent because clearly it's playing well. Okay. So the reason I say that, that's another part of my business, my podcast. The reason I say that is because I almost let my voice and my good old Southern accent and a lot of my guests who are on that podcast, I almost let that get in the way of me not even starting. And then I realized that is me. If you can't, you know, what do they say? You can take the girl out of the South or the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. Well, here we are. That's me. And so I knew that when I started this podcast, I wasn't going to let that be a thing anymore because this is me. Hey, quick reminder, you can now get my book in four different ways. Head over to Amazon and search up, I've got you girlfriend. The subtitle is why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. You can find it there on e-reader. That's through the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audio book. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I have a feeling you may love the audio book. Again, it's called I've got you girlfriend. Why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. Here's another thing that came up recently, and I'm going to share this with you because I think we often have friends who tell us things who mean well, and it lands on us and it can feel hurtful, um, deflating. You can feel upset and defeated, and it was never intended that way. It was advice or it was a comment that was meant to to serve you. And if they're a true friend, they certainly did not mean to hurt you. But it happens sometimes. 
So I want to tell you about this example that recently happened when I was trying to figure out exactly the messaging and how I was going to show up as me. And this part of me that gets fired up whenever I think about there being a mom or anyone for that matter, who is feeling called to do more, but they are deep in the struggle and they are stressed and they are stuck and they need help getting out. I wanted to have this podcast be, you know, if you envision a lightning bolt, I was like, I'm going to do my artwork and it's going to have a lightning bolt in it. And I love lightning bolts. And actually my Jessica Killingly that I was just telling you about, she has lightning bolts in a lot of the stuff that she does. And I, I just am drawn to that. I'm drawn to the black background that she has. I'm drawn to the lightning bolt. I'm drawn to the power. I love the presence in the way that she so, shows up to serve her clients and her audience. I love her. I am her client. I am her audience. I just eat it up. I totally love it. And so I was feeling like I identified with that so much that that was going to be how I wanted to show up, just like strong and bold and powerful. And there is that side of me. There is probably that side of you. I think even if you're an introvert, which I am, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm not an introvert. (laughs) I'm an extrovert. Although I do love chilling at home and hanging out with the kids and watching American Idol and playing phase 10 on a Saturday afternoon. I don't have to be out and about doing my thing all the time, but I do absolutely love being with people and serving and talking and being on stages and speaking and getting out the message that I believe you were meant to hear in this moment. So is that something that you're being called to do? Well, if so, I'm so excited to support you in that. And I wanted to make sure that when I launched this podcast, that was a big part. I wanted that to be a big influence. And I wanted there to be Jesus. And I wanted there to be killer music that was going to fire you up. I hope you love the intro and outro. A big shout to Liam, uh, who does all of that. Liam, you're amazing. Thanks for joining me on this podcast as well. He helps me with all of the music and he is incredible. Um, And of course, the editing for all these episodes as well. And I just felt like I was going to talk to this friend who is, she always gives me Uh, great, thoughtful advice. It's very intentional. And she shared with me when I was telling her what I wanted it to be and my hopes and dreams for it. She was like, yeah, I love this. This, I love this for you. This is so great. You know, feels like a natural progression and this is going to be so exciting. And she was totally on board. And then she was like, I was thinking about, you know, I have some connections. I want to give those Uh, I want to connect you with these other people who could be amazing guests on your podcast. And I was like, oh, I love this. Like, thank you so much. I appreciate the love and support. And the love and support continued, don't get me wrong. But there was something that she said that landed on me in a way when she only meant the best. It landed on me in a way that questioned for a second. And when I say a second, I mean, it took me a couple of days to figure this out. She said, I wonder if maybe... In this one, in this podcast, you don't lead with the God stuff so much only because it can be polarizing to some people. So maybe you would have even a better chance of growing and reaching more people, especially for people who are in business, who are really just trying to figure out what they can do in their business to move forward. Maybe you don't need that additional influence of God. And she was very clear that she's like, I'm not saying you completely take it out altogether, but maybe don't lead with that. Oh, 
if you could see, like, I'm pretty certain I probably sank down in my chair a little bit. I physically shrank. And, you know, here's the thing. Like I have always said, don't dim your light for anyone. That friend had only the best intentions. I know she did. That's not in question. And I love her and appreciate that. And actually that advice caused me a couple days later to process that and know there ain't no way. Okay. Here's the country. (laughs) There ain't no way I'm not going to lead with God. There's no way that I could have this podcast and not lead with that because that is my North star. That is my saving grace. When I am so stressed, when I am so uncertain, when I am so unclear about what I'm supposed to do next, you better believe the first thing I am doing is getting in prayer. And then I am surrounding myself with my Christian friends who are letting me know and lifting me up, letting me know that what I am doing, my heart's right. And and by the way, if they sense for any split second that my heart's not right, that I'm pushing something forward that does not feel like number one, authentically me. And number two, you know, for the glory of the kingdom. All right. I went there. All my Jesus people know we're going to give God the glory. If they sense at all that I am not on the right track, they are going to check me. They're going to check me in a really loving way. And we're probably going to hug after, but they're going to check me. And I knew when I heard that, while her intentions were so pure, I thought, you know what? If someone does have an aversion to me talking about God, maybe that's not my audience. If someone does feel like my words, what I'm talking about is polarizing, they they don't have to listen. They don't have to. But then there's this also this part of me that thinks, Maybe they start listening because they're here for the other part of the content. And then God starts doing a little bit of work on their hearts. Okay. So I'm not going to say I have ulterior motives here. It's not that my motives are pretty clear. (laughs) I want you to feel the peace and support and the love that God has for all of us. So I'm here to tell you today that you can take all these parts of you as you're working through what your amazing gifts are that you're going to use to serve other people and to serve the people in your home and to serve yourself. That's not gross. That's not weird. That's not vain. These are things that we need to consider when we're moving forward on this mission. Who are we authentically? Who really are we? Who, how are we showing up in the world or showing up on the home front or showing up in our prayer life with God? Are you trying to pull the wool over his eyes? He knows. He knows. (laughs) He knows. Oh my goodness. So just be real. Be honest about who you are. Show up confidently as that. You know, there are people all over the world who are dying. They are putting themselves in really scary situations and they are showing up because they know that God is leading them. I have a friend who I get monthly emails. She and her husband are on mission trips regularly. They are putting themselves in some really scary situations because they believe that God has got them. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and talk about that on next 
episode as well. I keep wanting to say on next week's episode, but we're in launch week. So you might be listening to it tomorrow. I hope you will. So let's wrap it up and say, whatever you feel like you identify with most, whoever you feel like you are at your core, whether that is a nineties hip hop lover, a Jesus freak, (laughs) you're not a freak, by the way, if you feel like you are a person who comes from faith, If you feel like you are a person who is here to serve busy moms of littles or men of a certain age or college students or your family or corporate executives or people in third world countries who need help and love, whoever you are, show up as you fully, you, your authentic self. We can exist being multiple things. And you know what? That's exactly how God intended you to show up in your life. He knows you. He knows your heart. And it is time we take that goodness and we share it with others to serve them. So I am wishing you clarity and support and comfort in these times when you are pivoting in your life. I am sending you all my strong, strengthy prayers. That's a thing. Strong, strengthy prayer. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you get that. So you're going to do great. Be authentically you. All right. I will talk to you tomorrow if you're here to listen or next week or the next week. I'll be here for you. I am looking forward to the upcoming episodes. Here we go. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. If it was helpful for you, I'd love for you to head over to Apple Podcast, hit that fifth star and write a review. Want to book me to speak at your next event or work with me one-on-one to get clarity around your gifts, how to serve others and go from stuck and stressed to focused and fulfilled? Reach out on the contact page at everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on social at everythingwithstylemom. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. And mom boss, remember this, your gifts are meant to be shared. Don't keep them to yourself and stay in your comfort zone. This is your time to pivot.